Hi guys, welcome to my podcast and thank you for listening. I would like to ask you to send this to friends because this is going to be very important. Uh, not only for me, but for everyone else. Um, this is... Um, this is my... I'm going to be telling you what beauty really is. Because nowadays there's so many different definitions of it. And I just want you to know what God thinks beauty is. Um, I even I wrote down a bunch of notes for you guys so that I could tell you. Um, so let's begin. Um, I asked a couple of friends what people what they thought was beauty. And they said, it's the way you look, the way you act. And you know, it's like the cheesy version of beauty comes from the inside, good deeds, um, which all of that ties in together, which, I mean, it does. Um, probably the most famous quote about beauty comes from Margaret Wolf, um, a hunger, a hunger Ford in her book, Molly Bond. Uh, in 1878, uh, she wrote, beauty is the eye of the beholder. Um, this quote and many others is clear that many people believe that beauty is defined by the observer. However, the Bible is clear about the definition of beauty and what true beauty looks like. And today I'm going to tell you what true beauty looks like. So obviously from that quote, true beauty isn't defined by the onlookers, but by the creator, your creator, the Lord. The Lord created you and um, he created you in his own image. Now what does God's own image mean? Um, well, for me, it's both shape, like you're created in his shape, in his likeness. Like everything that's essential to making a human, like the human qualities, like caring and emotions and uh, being able to think and talk. That is part of what God, God's image is, but also your shape. Now, you know, like you have many different cups and they're all different shapes and have different designs but they're all like you know the same general idea so that's what humans are uh we are created in god's own image therefore you are beautiful because first off god has you know god is beautiful in general <laughs> um but in the end it doesn't matter what people think beauty is or what you think beauty is because we all end up dying we all go to the grave we all decay we all eat all get eaten by bugs and decompose um not only that we are all going to go to the lord to be judged and we're going to be judged equally therefore what does that mean beauty doesn't contribute in your judging your day of judge um but we are all created by the lord as well and um being created by the lord itself i mean he put you here for a reason 
He created you, not on accident, but for a reason. What that reason is, to praise the Lord, to love the Lord, um, to tell others about Him. Uh, some verses that I had found for this is uh, from the Bible. Um, I got one from Ezekiel, Ezekiel 27, verse 4, and it says, Your borders are in the heart of the seas. Your builders, meaning God, but it says builders, so therefore it's God, the Holy Spirit, and Jesus, made you perfect. I quoted that wrong. It's your builders made perfect your beauty. Your beauty is perfect. There you go. And it's made by the Holy Three. And who are the Holy Three? The Holy Trinity, God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Whichever one you're used to. Um, and here's some... It doesn't matter what shape, what size, what skin color, you know, what religion. We're all made by God, even if they don't think they are, even if they don't believe that they are. They're all created by God. And we're all God's children. And we're all loved by God. So, you know, he doesn't like sin. He doesn't hate you because you sin, but he hates sin itself. Now, he loves you. Now, people ask me, how's that? Well, he loves you because you are created by him. But, you know, in the beginning, sin had covered that up. But I'm going to tell you here, Jesus' blood from the cross had saved you from that sin. So therefore, all the Lord sees when he looks at you is Jesus dying on the cross. And that's a sacrifice. Um, he, he gave his son for a sacrifice. I don't know if I'm saying this to make, make it understandable. I tried. <laughs> He sees Jesus and not your sins. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, um, in Proverbs 31, verse 30, it says, Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain. Meaning, your outward beauty, uh, your charm, the way you act, it doesn't matter to the Lord. But a person, and it said woman in the verse, but, but a person who fears God is to be praised. Now, this, I mean, as long as you, is, what I get from this is, if you love the Lord, you're truly beautiful. If you praise the Lord, you're truly beautiful. Um, one more verse I found was, you shall be a crown of beauty in the hand of the Lord and a royal in the hand of your God. This, and it, this is in Isaiah 62, verse 3. Obviously, it just says it right there. You are his son, his daughter, whatever. You are his and you are loved by him. 
But not only that, you are beauty in his eyes. That's all he says is your beauty, your love for him, your beauty. Now, what is true beauty? Your love for God. And that's what I have gotten out of this lesson from what I have done today. True beauty is your love for God. Um, for my therapist, um, when I was in therapy, I got this sheet of paper that she told me to say every morning. And after I said it every morning, I even said it every night. Every morning when I woke up and every night when I went to sleep, before I went to sleep, I read this out loud. I read it out loud. I am the creator and you are my creation. This is the Lord speaking to me. I am the creator. You are my creation. I breathed into your nostrils the breath of life. I created you in my own image. My eyes saw your unformed substance. He saw you at your worst, but he still loved you. That's what that, that's what that last sentence gave me. My eyes saw your unformed substance. In other words, I have seen you at your worst. I have seen you sin. I have seen you think this way. I have seen you do this and so on and so on. But he still loved you. Here's the next part. I knit you together in your mother's womb. This goes back to I created you. I am your creator. You are my creation. Okay. Um, I know the number of hairs on your head. And before the word is on your tongue, I know it. Come on, people. What does this tell you? It tells you he cares enough to care. Okay. He cares enough to know you. He cares enough to have a relation with you. You are valuable. That's what this is saying. You are fearfully and wonderfully made by the Lord. There you go. <laughs> um, you are more valuable than many sorrows. I have given you dominion over all sheep and oxen and all beasts of the field and birds of the heavens and the fish of the sea. Okay. He has given you authority over his creation, it's his, his, his animals, his life, his, not his life, his, his creations as animals. Um, he's given you the authority to, you know, herd them together and, you know, be there with them and, you know, fish, eat them. <laughs> I have crowned you with glory and honor as the pinnacle and final act of the six days of creation. So this like, he could have, he, he could have said, oh, you know what? Animals, perfectly fine. Don't need anything else. But no, he wanted us. He wanted us here. Um, therefore, walk in a manner worthy of your calling. Therefore, walk like you mean it. Walk and talk like you mean it. Walk and talk like you love Jesus. Walk and talk, you know, just walk the walk of Christ. 
you know, he says, you are worthy, so walk that way, all right? Um, You are no longer darkness, but light in my son. Walk as children of light. This goes back to me saying that all God sees is his son instead of your sin. Son instead of sin. I want you to remember that. Write it down if you have to. Son instead of sin. He sees his son instead of your sin. You are the light of the world, a city set on a hill. Therefore, he created you in beauty. He sees you as valuable. A city on a hill. You are the light of the world. That, um, you are the light of the world. I mean, obviously, you are supposed to, you know, share the real light of the world. And by doing this, you have become the light of the world. Well, not become it, but like, you've become part of the light of the world. I have called you. I have chosen you. Okay, that's right there in itself. It's stated clearly. I have called you and I have chosen you. You are now a saint, a servant, a steward, and a soldier. You now are holy. You serve other people. And you are a soldier. You will be put through a bunch of sin because of the devil wanting to bring you back to sin instead of being saved by the Lord. So you are a soldier fighting those battles. You are a soldier. You are a witness and a worker. Through Jesus, you are victorious. There you go. Through Jesus, you are victorious. In other words, God sees Jesus, not your sins. In other words, God sees his son, not your sins. Write that down because that's very important. You have a glorious future. You are a citizen of heaven. You are an ambassador of, for my son. There you go. Um, and then for me, I added another part. I am a child of God. You know, because I am, and I have to say that, because if I don't, I forget sometimes. Um, so if I read this all again, slowly, without interrupting the sentences like I did, I think you guys would understand a little bit more. So, I am the creator, and you are my creation. I breathed into your nostrils the breath of life. I created you in, your, in my own image, sorry. My eyes saw your unformed substance. I knit you together in your mother's room. I know the number of hairs on your head, and before the word is on your tongue, I know it. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are more valuable than many sparrows. I have given you dominion over all sheep and oxen, and all beasts of the field, and birds of the heavens, and fish of the sea. 
I have crowned you with glory and honor as the pinnacle and final act of the six days of creation. Therefore, walk in a manner worthy of your calling. You are no longer darkness, but light in my son. Walk as children of light. You are the light of the world, a city on the hill. I have called you. I have chosen you. You are now a saint, a servant, a steward, and a soldier. You are a witness and a worker. Through Jesus, you are victorious. You have a glorious future. You are a citizen of heaven. You are an ambassador for my son. I am a child of God. That's all that says is I am a child of God and I am loved by him. I was created in beauty and love and God has a plan for me. I don't know if this, I can't convince you that you are beautiful. Only God can do that. But you are, you're beautiful. No matter what people say, you are gorgeous. You're beautiful. But true beauty is not what's on the outside Maybe a little bit on the inside, but mostly if you love the Lord. Um, thank you for listening. That's all my podcast is going to be for today. I understand that it is very short. Um, I understand that, yeah, it was pretty short. It was only like 20 minutes. But thank you for listening. Please share this because this is very important. Because... Everyone is valuable, and everyone is beautiful, and everyone was made by God. Please um, shoot me an email at lowercase w-i-l-l-i-s, lowercase t-853 at gmail.com. Again, that's w-i-l-l-i-s. Or case T eight five three at gmail dot com. If you have any questions, please ask. If you have any advice, please tell. And thank you for listening.